welcome to another episode of connected dots uh, so that was just me messing around with my guitar so bhaskar uh, yo I think I'm doing a little better, right? I think I'm not so bad. <laughs> yeah, so it's just been good to kind of practice and get better at guitar during our uh, quarantine times. Um, so, so this is our third episode uh, and, uh, you know, of Connected Dots. And we today we're going to talk about something which is a little... Uh, interesting and i think could be controversial as well but let's see how it goes and this is something i think we've all been doing lately with the extra time that we have which is really discovering new content right and uh, and it's very interesting how do we discover content how do we like for example a movie how do you learn about a new movie that you want to watch or a book or maybe an article that you want to read or music right i mean there's so much content that we consume uh how do we really discover it and so that's going to be our focus today we're going to talk about that uh bhaskar i don't know you want to add anything into that uh, yeah i think uh, yeah i think from the from the very start of the day like right from the time we wake up to the newspapers we are picking up to our phones to the televisions we are watching or whatsapping or tiktok like we are almost surrounded by content and we are consuming it like it's almost like occupying our whole day and we never see it in this way so it's yeah. really i we thought it would be very interesting to look at it and and yeah the whole present situation also was something that was again you know everybody was watching uh, or hooking up to a lot of you know even even the streaming services like netflix and other uh, mo engaging on digital platforms so that again for the people are interesting to right? exactly exactly and uh, so yeah we've been doing a lot of content tiktok huh? so you're on tiktok <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe we should have another conversation about that <laughs> yeah i i i came back to it like you know only like now just when i'm like missing all the fun jokes all those pjs from my friends so i just go on tiktok and i just uh, chilling for some time and then it's all cool So, I la- yeah one more thing i'll share last time i think i saw people by choice they were uh, like you know sort of quarantine was maybe uh, when ramayana or mahabharata episodes were introduced in doordarshan that time everybody used to be at their home or maybe when kbc was launched everybody was hooked on to their tv at 9 pm so <laughs> that was by choice and the streets were empty relatively mm-hmm. empty or then So, exactly. but now we are we are almost forced to be in this situation, and then we are yeah, exactly yeah. That's a kind of different situation we are in. Uh, okay, so let's uh, talk about this a little bit. So, uh, I mean, what what have you been kind of reading lately, or like I know I know you like to read a lot of news kind of stuff, and I mean you keep you you read a lot, right? So maybe we'll start off there. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I I have tried to this like sort of a build a content discovery ambience for myself in a way, which which by which I mean is like you know trying to uh, shun off from the media which could be sponsored by someone or you know just trying media which is trying to reach out to me or rather I try to reach out to the content which I want. So I have subscribed to this journal uh, called The Ken and it's uh, it's about business tech and design and I enjoy reading it. Art it's like a long format stories. and you get one story per day and it's really well written well researched and well written and the kind of things that they put out you don't generally tend to discover at other places so so yeah that's like my everyday morning sort of content breakfast so that's and, interesting 
thing again like you get it by email or how do you like so they do have an app and then you also get an email every day uh, on the story of the day okay and okay yeah, so they they have they have been content like you know say they are talking about ola electric and how their strategy could be like you know how ola is positioned to um you know uh, maybe they have channels to the market but they don't sort of have the manufacturing ability so they do have like you know presence that they can get in the market with electric vehicles or their usage so they they get into that and they'll compare with stats and so it's very interesting for me so, so in that sense that's a zone i want to be so yeah. uh, like interesting right so it sounds like you get a lot of uh, benefit from reading this it kind of comes in it's in depth it you get one per day uh and you seem to kind of like uh, reading it so like i'm curious though like how did you hear about this thing the ken okay so i think uh, oh again in terms of uh, even in terms of the way we see about content i also feel that uh, uh the people you are surrounded with and how do they uh, sort of you know what do they share with you mm-hmm. and how you curate maybe like minded friends so it happens naturally so i discovered it through a friend so so i'm also being careful about that like you know uh, in in some way so that uh, like i'm constantly engaging with folks who are you know at least making my content ambiance better mm so so sounds like uh, you you have a set of friends and then the, you, they just kind of were talking about this and like someone kind of mentioned it to you and that's how you kind of got intrigued by it yes and then oh um, there is also this lens that you have maybe you're constantly scanning things visually and you're constantly skimming through stuff mm. so like for example i i'll always first thing i'll do on google is i'll try to image search everything before doing a text search just because like design has this visual search ability i can filter out lot of you know things and just focus on the right one so that's like another kind of thing skill maybe you can say or which i have discovered like over of time hmm so like you you're saying when you want to learn something you go into a image search yeah image search in general like it's a default thing which i'll do about can you give me an example of like like how you would do that or what like what did you do that last or when when did you kind of do a last image search and what did you kind of uh like what topic or Mm, okay not particular when say for example if i am searching about any area like maybe blockchain or something maybe something electric cars or, yeah. or something like that so i'll just do a image search and the the uh, then i'll get like lot of images some of them would look like a very uh, common mainstream media sort of images some of them would look like really well uh, clipped photographs or some expert is trying to talk so i'll i'll pick that image and i'll go to that article in depth and and then uh, then accordingly the my own my google is also learning or other platforms also learning what am i constantly discovering so my suggestions are also coming better over there of time so okay interesting interesting so, so i mean what you're describing over there to me and if i just kind of try to make sense of it sounds like credibility of information where it's coming from who it's coming from like sounds like if your friends kind of say hey this is a interesting newsletter or a thing to read you know that kind of that's one way in which you kind of discover stuff right 
and then the, i think the second thing you're just describing which is quite interesting is like you go and search for images and then images that seem credible or sounds like there's an expert talking that you kind of use that as a way versus text to kind of go and find content that could be interesting is that kind of am i making sense yeah yeah so i think it has happened maybe because uh, uh, maybe because of the sensibilities towards design that uh, have been developed over a period of time that i can filter out uh, visually things which are uh, and, you, you know something basket i do the exact same thing that's why i was asking you that <laughs> i do the exact same thing i find it very i guess this is probably that we are visual thinkers um that even i do that very often if there's a new topic i'm trying to work on or trying to learn about i find it very easy to go to the image search and okay. type there and then it gives you a, a range of options and then you can kind of i find it at least easy like kind of what you were describing to kind of zone into certain things and you know maybe that's interesting maybe it's not uh but mm. yeah that's interesting wow, I, i i thought i was i, I didn't realize that the other people who do the same thing so it's very interesting <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how many of our listeners are also doing same thing. So, but I have seen people also who are very um, like they like to read and they can comprehend a lot of written information very fast. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, uh, like I'm like bit like the moment you I see a lot of written content, I get bit scared. I'm more like visual side. So, but, so I so, couldn't so. generalize it. But yeah. but the, so the, the, that's interesting but uh, i mean i have read the ken as well that is pretty like a long article right so you get that that's like a detailed like 1000 2000 word article perhaps mm-hmm. that thanks right so like how do you kind of process that okay so uh not like uh, like these days i have been skipping a bit like you know i don't get time to do uh, yeah like every story so i also try to follow uh, some article which is very like attractive to me or mm. maybe the spaces which i am more attracted to like uh, okay uh, so like they have done a lot of uh, uh, articles on covid also so mm-hmm. i read few but then i i really don't have not got deep into those because like i'm already in that put my mind off it and you know focus on something yeah. else so that yeah, uh, yeah so 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 uh, like that sounds like that's one source of information but you you like you use the word called information ambience or you curate your information ambience so like that's very deliberate kind of words that you're using there so there must be other things that you're kind of reading or you kind of bring into your space so how do you like like can you give us examples of other things that you're reading or like and how do you kind sure, of put them sure sure so um maybe i'll take two examples like yeah. so i take like uh, news media we have already spoken maybe comparing with uh, newspaper in traditional sense and now uh, maybe this um, curated magazines which you pay for the page journalism so hey, but uh, hang on you bring up a good point baskar sorry i just want to uh, quickly like ask yeah. you news you mentioned news so how do you I mean, i'm curious how, how do you get your news okay um yeah so this is pretty much like i have been churning off mainstream media like you know that could be just me and i don't recommend to all the listeners to do that so i would only read newspapers like once in 10 15 days like so yeah. <laughs> that is also like just because like I, the world might not collapse or something like i need to know so 
like that <laughs> watching like uh, what's the guy what's that uh, channel uh, this guy is on this guy arnab um, goswami what's the channel called oh i don't even know actually <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the big channel like that like you uh, you're saying you should not be watching republic that. republic is show sure republic yeah 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 so you don't you don't uh, sounds like you're not uh, tuning into republic these days <laughs> you can't sometimes you really can't avoid these because like the televisions playing all around you and yeah. the words get in your ears so that itself is the ambience whatever i have made there yeah. is a like you know sort of leaks into that ambience <laughs> it's polluting so arna has actually leaked into my ambience and i am not comfortable with that so that's true you know even in even i like if i go on to like social media there's always something or the other or some controversy where you know politics and this this chap and you know the media mainstream media it's like it's all over the place right so it's really in a way in a way i think you use the right word it's leaking into it it's polluting it perhaps you know uh-huh. uh, but i i know there are a lot of people who enjoy it right we we sometimes secretly enjoy this kind of content as well Mm, I cannot understand them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I've I've I'll admit this you know uh, I've I've watched it myself because there's something about watching people arguing that I don't know it it excites us it entertains us and it's not news of course but it's entertainment uh, and it it everyone's blood pressure goes up. <laughs> Uh, so so what else have you been watching like so what what is your content discovery oh my gosh uh, my content discovery so for example news i'll say yeah i'm i'm not subscribed to a newspaper for god knows how long now physical newspaper um and uh, i actually for my news i go to google news a lot i go to maybe the wall street journal online or actually twitter i get a lot of my news source i don't know if that's a good thing or not but i see a lot from twitter then i try to i try to balance things out as much as i can i'll go to different news sources so that i'm not getting one view like i'll go to bbc i'll go to you know uh different websites like cnn it's a news say maybe streaming services or music or, or oh, music or videos yeah. or Yeah. yeah music is uh, interesting actually music i would say i use spotify and that's been fantastic for me okay because uh, it's it's one of those where it actually finds looks at what you're listening to and the recommendations are pretty good i found recommendations from there that come out that are stuff that i've really enjoyed listening to and it kind of works really well so spotify is one of those things where the recommendations that it makes I would say not always but at least like 50% of the time the recommendations are pretty good and that's a good source for me to kind of discover new music. Um the other thing is also just friends right so friends kind of sharing their playlists and you know that's another good way to kind of discover music so I, I like friends who like shared playlists like I know I've like loved listening to some stuff some stuff I pick up from there. Uh, so how are how are you actually going and discovering uh, in Spotify like Uh, is it recommending you something or uh... yeah so, so what it does is uh, it, it it you know you create your playlist and you listen to stuff right so based on what you're listening to uh, what it does is it like it creates like 
uh, custom playlists that are made for you based on the kind of music that you're listening to it creates like a playlist based on some kind of uh, learning that it develops right so it creates a custom playlist for you the other thing you can do uh, which is pretty interesting as well if you like a song you can they have a feature where you can create a radio based on that song a radio channel based on that song and suppose i like you know say pearl jam right a song by pearl jam i'll create a radio channel based on that and then it'll find songs that are similar to to that song and that's where it, it's pretty good and it th- those recommendations are pretty like five times out of 10 they're pretty good and so that's that i think they found really easy ways for you to discover content um and so that's one of the reasons why i keep using spotify i think and it learns you, your usage over time and it kind of does does a good job with analytics and stuff even even i felt so with spotify in fact uh, comparing with all the uh, like you know recommending uh, products like you know say netflix also and others also i felt spotify did really very good job there so yeah sometimes i just hear some tune playing somewhere some folk music and then i would immediately like try to uh, ask google that okay what music is playing and then it will tell me okay this is a track and then immediately i'll put it on spotify and go and click on play song radio and then boom there is a new world oh right. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. you know i mean think about like i i remember growing up faster when i was growing up like we were living in the time where there were like tapes audio cassettes i don't you remember that time or not maybe maybe yeah. i'm like my age over here but i you remember know, we i we used to build those like you know selected song cassette i have done that in my life so we used to build those tapes and i remember my discovery of music first began with listening to what my brother used to listen to right so he would make his tapes and he would play mm-hmm. that at home and that's how i would learn and listen to music and that's what my content discovery was in that time right it was restricted to what others were listening to in my family and in nearby right that was it and or the radio perhaps right in those days maybe the radio we heard a song but there was no way to kind of discover other music or other artists yeah. and, and you know i think only in the last 10 years 5 10 years i think we've now got to a situation where you know you can literally find a artist somewhere in a remote part of the world but through spotify or apps like that i mean you can discover them right yeah true i i do remember two more things here like one is the world space radio which people used to get mm. to discover great shows and other is also planet m they used to curate uh, good music and put them out in terms of those uh, oh, cd players that's... hanging yeah yeah I, i remember i mean actually going to a store i remember going to planet m and music stores and actually just browsing through records and browsing through cds and cassettes <laughs> imagine that used to be the way we used to do it and there's something nice about that actually right of physically going to a store and just kind of browsing through things and uh, and they would play music over there and you know in fact if you liked the tape you could ask the the shopkeeper to like hey can you play this for me and they would like open it and they would play it for you and oh <laughs> uh, my god <laughs> Mm, yeah so this is also like a, another very interesting aspect like this is bringing in is that there was some advantage there that we lost we have a lot of advantage now but then just this whole aspect of going to that physical space and you know seeing things so so to to the very like contrary to this uh, particular thing i remember uh, 
just a, a thought was like sort of springing in my head for some time ago that there were these film clubs uh, in institutions also like we had one in our design school and yeah. that film club used to screen movies and then they were so popular everybody used to come to watch that specific content and exactly. that was the that was the main you know attraction but now since everybody has uh, access to all great content on their phones or tablets so the film club is sort of dead in the traditional sense but if people maybe try to innovate it in a way that uh, like in in, in uh, design school they are trying to maybe call the artist from the movie uh, you know to be present so there is like a premiere with them or, uh, or maybe there is a lot of talk or discussions on yeah. on the new yeah. movies like short so ஒரு <laughs> somebody's hard drive and you know hey you have a lot of movies can i just copy them over and i would copy them and you know i would copy their music and you know and that's how you know i landed up watching so many movies which i don't think i ever would have ever because i had a limited set of options right so like i had a hard drive and in that hard drive somebody gave me like some 100 movies and if you had nothing to do you know you'd watch those movies right so i think in some respects having limited choice also exposes you to see things that you perhaps wouldn't naturally learn if that makes sense or put towards yeah yeah no very interesting uh, yeah so i i was just thinking you know in this uh, to this point that i remember once like i used to also worry about this thing okay whom with from whom am i taking the country that is also important like you know right. so one of, so one of my friend he was into uh, a lot into I don't know what kind of genre I can call psychedelic movies or horror movies or you know crime movies. So he has he had huge repository and I didn't knew. I thought he'll really have and I was not into that genre. I was more into drama or uh, or, or science, sci-fi or romantic movies or something like that. So I was I used to like that genre uh, or maybe documentaries also. So yeah. I took took uh, his content on my hard drive. I deleted all my earlier content and then it was like a really bad time for me to <laughs> you were like forced to watch all these psychedelic movies <laughs> yeah my life was like literally like like i, I am start to think like those contemporary like i was like what is happening to me <laughs> he used to like dexter like i i am not a dexter fan so. like yeah. i am a dexter that animation fan i am not a dexter that series fan <laughs> like But no offense the, to the fans of dexters but yeah but he, he that but you know i think you're bringing up a very interesting point right see because of that you you took some content from from a friend and it turned out like it was content like about this psychedelic genre or whatever crime genre true crime or whatever uh, which you were forced to look at and expose yourself to you looked at and you watched those that content but through that you realized that you don't like that content right so i think that in itself was maybe pretty valuable that you learn that hey in the future i want to stay away from this kind of content right i think one of the problems i think that we could be facing now is that since most of these apps are feeding us things that we like we're only exposed to things that we like and we don't know what we may like which we're not being exposed to right so i may or may not like 
psychedelic genre right but if i'm not exposed to it how do i know right so i think that's a very interesting point where i think there has to be some randomness in what you're exposed to as well because that will allow you to broaden your canvas so to speak right i don't know if that makes sense no absolutely and in fact i have recently noticed this like you know sometimes you get bored also like you know with the same content you you are watching so i was watching studio ghibli's movie continuously like you know before covid situation happened for a month and then uh, my netflix is constantly recommending me those only so i had to really purposefully go and see uh, uh random contents in different language japanese or maybe british comedy or and randomly like few <laughs> popular ones so the recommendations become better so yeah. yeah i i was i was aware of like you know what you are saying like you know so was trying to do something to counter it yeah and i think we've lost that in in this digital era perhaps because like we had the we all had the random friend who had some strange taste right and because of them we would be exposed to those tastes and we would learn that hey maybe i like that or maybe i don't like that or maybe a family member would listen to a certain type of music and then maybe i like that maybe i don't like that right or whatever right i think that now i think in some respects we are being exposed to less everything is too curated perhaps i don't know if that makes sense so um, i wanted to ask you okay what you're watching on netflix and maybe uh, what kind of things you're like recently yeah. i mean i i i i go a lot by uh, recommendations from what people tell me um so le- lately i've been watching a couple of interesting things on on netflix so one i was talking to a friend and we were talking about true crime this true crime genre and so this is a very interesting series for people who enjoy true crime there's this one on netflix called uh don't fuck with cats and this is about okay. a serial killer it's 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 crazy as hell it's weird and it's stranger than um than fiction but it's a, it's a really well made show and i, I so that again i i i enjoyed watching that but i that i learned that from a friend she kind of recommended that to me and then uh likewise i recently watched another one called uh, dark tourist which is again very it's a weird the weird side of travel and tourism or very often travel and tourism shows are like about you know beaches and you know hot spots and so forth this show is actually about like uh, the weird side of tourism and the people who go to like radioactive zones and stuff right to kind of experience what that feels like so there are all kinds of weird things that people do so that kind of caught my attention as well so again for me i think it's more about friends and people who i know recommending something and then i i kind of watch that so that we can discuss things in a kind okay. of conversational kind of fodder so to speak it's enjoy i enjoy kind of discussing a show with somebody right um and so that's how i kind of discover a lot of new content on netflix at least so it's so very interesting like you know and this particular discussion is not being enabled in or being very popularly used like i don't see like you know people also discussing and watching together movies on netflix and this is just becoming popular i've seen like in situation right now people are in quarantine so they have yeah. been trying to find those platforms and you know go and watch together so yeah very interesting yeah. yeah i mean i mean people need to find ways to connect right and so in this situation move discussing movies and watching movies was a big thing of what we used to do right we would go out and watch movies as friends and family now if you all disconnected and far away then you know 
so we're trying to do that uh, i guess through netflix and other things but um yeah so so what about you like uh, bhaskar like how do you kind of like f- like find movies and stuff or shows to watch like how do you discover them so uh, definitely the kind of things that you have been saying that is also there and to friend so otherwise like i have been uh, very conscious about uh, trying to find great content so i keep trying searching on netflix uh, different different things and keep on viewing them reviewing them and watching them for a bit and then start watching as i'm liking uh, so like for example yeah i was watching recently i was watching this series called midnight dinners i think if i can remember the name rightly it's a, it's a japanese uh, like series it's a story of a small uh, restaurant which opens after 12 and there are people who come to that and and, and every day this particular man he cooks amazing food for them and then and it gets into the stories of the people who are coming to this uh whatever small restaurant or cafe or restaurant which is there so and it was exposing me to the different culture uh mm-hmm. like very very uh, different from the one which i am in so yeah, so but maybe, did you, yeah. how did you end up finding i'm curious how did you end up like finding this this show okay so i would go to uh this uh, again uh, like uh, with netflix what i felt is like there are certain things which the platform is trying to force and recommend me like i don't want to watch money heist which is it is constantly showcasing so maybe it's their show they want to promote somehow but i do want to watch uh, some underlying things so i'll always go uh, deep into the interface like in terms of uh, mm. uh, like trying to search few things or i'll also like go to google and you know uh, search okay what is you know just simple thing like you know top 10 series in japan or something something like that and then the few series would would come i'll read critics and then i'll try and search the same on netflix back mm-hmm. and and i'll i'll start watching few and then it shows some recommendation i end up liking some so mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're deliberately kind of seeking out like stuff which could be like like so uh, like could be fascinating to you like like have you watched Japanese like I'm curious about Japan just like are you like have you watched shows previously from Japan or is it just that you're fascinated with Japan or So I think uh, consciously I got into this habit that okay my like we need physical gym so we also need a mental gym So to, yeah, maybe yeah yeah maybe like that yeah <laughs> let's go to the gym right <laughs> so i think it's my mental gym like you know so like you know we trying to maybe it, it is also because like uh, the kind of profession that we are in that that uh, it enables us in a way to it, it enables us to experience other creatives Uh, I'm very more diverse creator. So. You know, Bhaskar, I'm feeling very weak. I don't think I've gone to the mental gym this week. 
yeah man that's a great concept that you have having like a mental workout right i think we all focus too much on the physical like okay hey we should go and do like your exercise or whatever and but a mental gym i like that concept uh, sometimes yeah. i felt that uh, if you are feeling with like uh, uh, like not in your zone kind of and so you can actually get into your uh, very good mental gym and then it will end up leaving you in that zone and you might end up doing more physical workout you might end up being more productive in your day so there yeah. comes the concept of creating content as like you know so which works for you i like that a lot so so uh, but tell me more about your your mental gym kind of sh- schedule and workout like how do you kind of keep doing this i mean can you help me understand like i i this certainly sounds quite fascinating Okay, okay so sometimes i i do get into this binge watching if i really like something like right yeah. now i'm watching this uh, binge watching this better call Saul oh so, yeah yeah so i i find it like the connected series or with breaking bad el camino and better call Saul mm-hmm. like it is stories of the lawyer and stories of uh, uh like the the friend of the lead character like uh Jesse and Saul So yeah. So I I I find them the heroes and I sometimes I find it like you know much much better than the original like Breaking Bad it's connected. Yeah. And then it's also a new trend like which is like all these connected series are coming so I'm like hooked up to that and and I'm like binge watching them. It's so, like so my not, Let me ask you though let me is that does that fall into your mental gym bucket or is that like just entered like where does that fall? so it is also maybe in the present situation it is also entertaining me and and keeping me through uh, okay. like whenever i'm trying to maybe not do work or whatever break i'm taking because there's not much to do otherwise like i'll only eat i'll work and i'll maybe work out and then watch series so that's yeah. it like pretty much my daily <laughs> that's what i've been doing by the way so <laughs> Okay, so that sounds like, but sounds like that's more like entertainment. But, but I want to come back to this. This I think very interesting thing you mentioned about mental gym, and sounds like that Japanese show was spot on into your mental regimen, gym kind of workout situation mm-hmm. kind of. Like, can you like give me some more examples of like how you find other content like that? And okay, this show. So, yeah, it was also very soothing. I remember the whole music. So I'll definitely leave the name of the series in the comments so for people to discover. Yes, so, yeah. so the music was very soothing. So maybe there is another one which I was like watching. I was watching some of this British comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, and I could I could feel that uh, it is making me uh, like it's changing my mood. It's impacting how am mm-hmm. I, you know, behaving every day. It's uh, like, and I actually became. maybe slightly good at the british humor which is like dark sarcasm so mm. uh, like not many people would like it but then i was just testing it out like if you can put it out people were confused and then they were saying oh you are saying something very serious but but it mm. seems like you are you're making fun of us mm. so yeah so maybe you know like this is so these things are like you know keeping my brain out of uh Like the zones which I'm, you know, I'm trying to break, a, take a break or put a respite or something. So maybe a sense of mental gym there. So sounds like these days uh, it's more about, uh, more about 
coping with the whole situation we are in and just relaxing and light stuff and it's no not really about mental workout or gym it's more about relaxing that sounds like what what i don't think I, we've all been going through that by the way i think we've all been like listening to and watching comedies and you know just to kind of keep it light i guess yeah maybe the present situation i could agree to lot extent it is happening but yeah. but many times like in a normal days you would want to a friendly look forward to plan out things and maybe watch some series or documentaries which can actually contribute to your learning also maybe yeah yeah i mean i mean so talking about documentaries there's been some really good ones i mean uh which have been out and uh, which i think you all watched urbanized as well right yeah um, yeah i mean those are very interesting ones about so that's just again another way of kind of i guess falls into the mental gym bucket documentaries that kind of are thought provoking and stuff like right? um, so so nitish i'll i'll do one more thing here i'll i'll flip the whole context now to yeah. uh, uh, something uh, which you which are like maybe you can see them trolls so you can say them uh, something like say for example watching tiktok videos and uh, to this also we we did speak about content consumption and content ambience but we have not spoken about content creation and how the whole content creation is becoming so easier also like you know so and that is bringing in a new set of creators yeah. so and then and with that like you know the whole like there is a huge mass which is hooked on to uh this platform so all of us like you know even i do want to take that break sometime i, I don't recommend like you know, so let's talk should be yeah yeah so uh yeah how what do you think about them like so there are two things to it to this question yeah yeah i mean tiktok i i i uh, experimented with tiktok uh, a few weeks ago i think when this whole thing started and again i it was more for entertainment so i could uh, i found myself <laughs> curiously going and finding all these crazy kind of challenges which people are taking up and like you know they whether they're frightening their dogs or pets or doing some kind of weird ass dance uh, all that kind of stuff it was curiously pretty addictive to watch that stuff and you could like easily like lose like 30 minutes watching that stuff right so i found myself like pretty hooked on to it pretty quickly and then i decided to remove that app from my phone <laughs> but so that's my short experiment with tiktok very addictive content uh, which is like good kind of like you know it dulls your brain it you know entertains you uh, for a while but very um, it hooks you uh but it can suck your time right so i quickly deleted it <laughs> i think i think even i have done this like every 20 days or something i'll install tiktok and watch it for some time and then delete it yeah. i don't know how <laughs> <laughs> so i yeah who knows i think but you know there's something that's about about this this kind of content that's very habit forming right and there's a real science behind this whole thing uh, like when we watch these kinds of videos it actually uh the pleasure centers in our brain light up right Uh, and it gives us a dopamine kind of shot and so that's why they're so addictive like same thing happens when i consume content on twitter or instagram or uh, whatever else pinterest or uh, reddit right that kind of has a, a in our brain centers of the pleasure pleasure centers in our brain it kind of hits up those neurons and so there's real science behind this and so if we are not careful it can really be quite addictive 
right so uh, so today i'll ask you like okay maybe something is hitting you in your ranks like about this content so so what is it like is it like the authenticity somewhere that the way the content is being made and why not say say you uh, why not maybe 50 shades of gray also hit your neurons so <laughs> why specifically tiktok i think it's uh it's uh, yeah well that's interesting <laughs> uh yeah uh, why tiktok and why twitter i mean for any of the social media i think a it's seeing other people kind of posting stuff about themselves or maybe like it's twit if you think about twitter for example it's people kind of saying whatever they feel like right it's now people just there's no filter anymore right people can say whatever the heck they feel like and they don't care right so i think people who didn't have a voice earlier who were silenced now can just say anything i think i think there's something very liberating to see that and hear that it may be rubbish content and maybe opinions you don't agree with i think that kind of does kind of hit up those neurons as you said right uh if you think about like tiktok it's people like acting like fools perhaps or just doing stuff that you wouldn't do maybe doing crazy things or just being themselves like in their living rooms or whatever right and again i think there's something that watching that content feel you feel kind of nice in a way and seeing other people kind of being normal or being crazy um and okay. so again that kind of has that response i don't know again I, i'm not sure but I, at least for me that kind of uh, is the logic i think behind sure sure so yeah so there, but there is also one more aspect about this platform that content creation has become so simple like you know uh, so it, it just feels like Uh, you can be that person or that actor and then, but then it's now you are in a very different context and you are just maybe mimicking some actor and then you and people enjoy that because it's like uh, like two very different kind of situation and then the mix of two well, very different maybe you know that's where the creativity is like you know it's like um, maybe one of the best ways to discover is you try to mix very random things like uh, so maybe just to, to a very contrary to this particular point i uh, i remember some of the times when i used to get stuck with ideas uh, like maybe about a project something serious for a client or some work so i used to go to library and then pick up some five random books like so maybe i'm doing a ux project but i'll pick up something in space something in material something in and then just read them like you know and 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 i'm thinking about my project but then something or the other always end up you know clicks through connects through and yeah. then you end up having new ideas so so maybe you know there's just the juxtaposition of a uh, lot of new random things makes you you know more discover yeah. more creative ideas yes yeah, so i th- i think i think what you're saying is like try to deliberately expose yourself to new ideas right but sounds like you you again you're doing that very deliberately i don't know if many people think about it that way um and i think that's a very useful tool to kind of have in your content discovery kind of toolbox right expose yourself not to just what content these apps are telling you that you might like but go beyond that and go deliberately seek out things that you may or may not be interested in and you never know what you you may broaden your kind of horizon so to speak right mm-hmm. um uh, i think the other thing also there is i think this is where it's getting really dangerous with content discovery is that 
it can be designed and people can be targeted right so like for example news you can target the people you want to hit with your news right so you can create a news article and like i remember at the beginning of this covid situation that happened oscar like i got like some uh whatsapp forwards right uh, and it kind of said hey stanford uh, doctor says you know these are the things you can do to kind of prevent it these are the things you want to watch for and then uh, like i got that to whatsapp and i forwarded that to like five other whatsapp groups and then later we discovered that that content was actually fake it looked so credible that looked so real but it was turned out to be fake so there was this fake post that somebody created so i think that's one of the big things with discovering content these days is that you don't know what content is genuine what is fact based what is not and i think that's a big gap in our whole yeah that brings us to very big concern also yeah uh, i have also been like you know ended up doing this something like this also like and i have i'm very conscious about uh, like you know when i'm trying to share that it's very authentic most of the time but i did ended up you know <laughs> forwarding few posts and then later i realized oh yeah this is actually fake so yeah and it can be dangerous right suppose like 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 with this covid situation you're forwarding guidelines to people that hey nimbu juice pio sir theek ho jayega kuch nahi hoga aapko like you know there are kind of posts coming along right like hey you know gargle with salt and hot water and you'll be fine like or or you know have this and nothing will happen to you go out in the sun and you'll be fine right so i mean it can have some real really dangerous kind of uh, implications so how do we deal with that though i don't know Yeah, yeah, I remember like I forwarded a photograph where deers came on road, and mm-hmm. somebody wrote that this is Coimbatore in India, and then later my friend to whom I forwarded forwarded me back that same image, expanded view of that image where Japanese signs board sign boards were there. I yeah. was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like feeling okay. It was a bit embarrassing the situation to be in. I don't know. could be solution to this yeah i mean and i think about like my parents for example and like folks who are like maybe not as tech savvy as you and i right um, you know they're getting and whatsapp is like this a place now where like people get content like every single day in fact a lot of people are getting their news through whatsapp right and like they don't know you know if it's true or not and they forward it to 10 other people and pretty soon like this false information is just kind of going around all over the place right so i think that's a big huge issue and i think with content discovery you people can engineer fake content to be discovered right uh, and i'm i'm putting discovered in like air quotes right now right like you're not discovering it people are feeding it to you and this happened with facebook as well right i mean people were being fed ads about fake kind of stuff and fake news and you can target to facebook like hey i want to target people with this age in this location and i can target them with certain content right so i think there's some very uh, dangerous implications of content discovery uh, that we face as well so so yeah it is this very interesting also and then i think this brings us to this also also to the uh, point okay what could be future of content discovery how do we have to make a conscious effort uh, in future like i think most 
is hinting that maybe you need to actually get conscious about it also and start thinking and managing what reaches you in some sense i mean i would really like i mean and you know this is where i think educators have a big role to play right uh like in schools right in children like when they are like in third or fourth grade right when they starting to read or when they first introduce you to a newspaper right i think that as part of that they should also have like a curriculum around how do you choose you learn how do you choose to read right and kind of helping people make better choices about the content that they consume right is this trusted like and maybe don't trust on one source right that could be one thumb rule right look at at least three sources and then try to triangulate and see okay is this kind of genuine or not so i think it's up to educators perhaps to kind of get people and when they're in school right that that's the right age to to train kids and give them the right tools to kind of in this digital world especially to kind of find out what's real what's genuine so again that may be one solution perhaps is to tra- kind of train kids early on mm. right um and then i think there's other things that are happening which i think people like facebook and others are doing right which they they're flagging content which they believe is fake right um now again that's very dangerous because now they are the deter- determiners of what is good and what is bad right and so what happens to freedom of speech so i think there's some very interesting things that are going to happen in this whole space uh but yeah I, i think people have to be more wary i think for sure yeah even because even the platform which is on which the content is that could itself have interest say maybe for example some of the popular news channels might be having political backing so they might Yeah, they might be streaming a specific content. Yeah, so no, that happens, right? Absolutely. I mean, and exactly, who funds? That's a good question. That could be another kind of thing to put into the toolbox for people to figure out. Like, who funds this particular source of content, right? And what is their interest, right? So I think people need to learn to look at that kind of stuff, uh, and maybe that needs to be made again. Talking about user experience. maybe as you're looking at the content some of that background information needs to be visible with it as well so maybe there needs to be laws that are passed as well that say hey if you're writing a news article then so and so information about the news provider should be available over there what what like people often say these are my sources right but are those genuine sources or are you just making stuff up i think maybe there needs to be some rules and regulations around publishing news and things like that but but it is you are hinting more in in terms of like uh, uh making it like a regime like you know it ha- it's like it yeah. has to come uh, in our very education system itself i think so i mean i think that's the long term solution man i mean i don't know otherwise how do you how do you um help people with this i, I don't know because i think there'll always be people who want to and this is not a new problem right i think even propaganda existed like in in the 1940s with world war during world war 2 and you know in germany and other countries like propaganda has always been part of everything right so it's it's nothing new about that so there'll always be people who want to f- it's in their interest to feed us fake content and content that that benefits them so i think those people are never going to go away they'll always be there right but 
I think the tools for determining what is genuine or not, I think people have to be given those tools, right? And I think our education systems have not done that, right? Uh, we have taught to blindly, for example, believe what is read in a textbook, right? Um, you know, I mean, I think that's... Yeah. So, so just to, uh, I think just to sum it up, like I, I'll ask you, uh, what could be the change in mindset that we can recommend to our listeners? Uh, I mean, I think people, I think whoever's listening, you know, uh, perhaps I've already got this, right? But I think, uh, I think the folks who are consuming WhatsApp and other things today, I think they, and these are more, I think, people like our family and, you know, older gen who are perhaps not as tech savvy. I think really they need to, first of all, I think just assume that it is fake, right? And now then from that position say, okay, can it be genuine or not, right? Uh, so I think my, I've told this to my folks like many times now, if you get something on WhatsApp, just assume it's fake, right? And then from there you see if it's if it's worthwhile kind of forwarding it to others and stuff like that. So I, I think the mindset shift is, unfortunately, it's a very bleak one. Be skeptical of what you read, right? On the internet, be skeptical of what you receive. Uh, if you're getting recommendations for products as well, right? Be skeptical. You know, people are paying money to to get to push ads to you, right? So, the the content that uh, even ratings for restaurants, right? Think about restaurants, Bhaskar, right? Now we go to Yelp or we go to anything like Zomato or whatever, and then we look at the ratings. But the ratings are all created by somebody, right? So, if a, if a certain thing has a certain number of ratings, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best content, right? Or it's the best restaurant or whatever, right? So, all of this can be gen- engineered and kind of, you know, uh, designed, so to speak, right? So, I think just be skeptical, unfortunately. So, that's my bleak, bleak message, unfortunately. A little sad tune there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think this brings us to the end of the episode. So. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, this was a good chat. I know it kind of ended on a serious note, but I think I think it needs to. So, um, yeah, hey, thanks everyone for listening in and uh, stay posted for more uh, such can conversations on uh, connected dots. Yeah, thank Cheers. you. Yes, bye. Bye.